1: Welcome back. In this episode, Heather and I are going to cover the five steps to an effective activity coaching meeting. The activity coaching meeting is one of the most important meetings that a new rep is going to attend in their first six months. This is the meeting that helps them keep score, stay on track, celebrate their victories, meet commitments and goals, and much more. Now, it's just a 10 to 15-minute meeting, and it occurs two, three, or four times a week, So it's important to manage that time effectively. And the best way to do that is to have a structural framework. So Heather, let's dive into the five steps of activity coaching.
0: Sounds good. I have to chuckle a little bit because when we talk about this topic in our clinics, people are always surprised that there are actual steps to an activity (laughs) coaching meeting because it's only 15 minutes. It goes by so quickly. But when we're done going through the steps, they're so grateful that we've actually provided a structure. So that's what we want to do today. And before we dive into the five steps, I do want to just touch on quickly the purpose of activity coaching, right? What is the objective? What are you hoping to get out of an activity coaching meeting? There's really two things. Number one is to recognize small daily wins. This is a tough business for most people. And we know that the days are filled with lots of ups and downs. So I really believe it is the job of the activity coach To make sure that even on the worst days, you find something to celebrate. So, celebrating or recognizing the small daily wins is one of the purposes of activity coaching. The other is to encourage reps to stay on the proven path to success through regular, close inspection and a corrective action plan. So, again, accountability to a plan, right, that we know works. So, having said that, what are the five steps that help us do that? The first one is to reflect on the recorded activity numbers. Sounds pretty simple, right? Having said that, if you've been in activity coaching meeting before, you know that it happens all the time where a rep comes in, they sit down, you say, how are you? And the floodgates open and next thing you know, 15 minutes has gone by and they've told you all about the bad fact finder they had yesterday. So the key to reflecting on recording activity numbers is to manage the meeting right when you get started and when they start taking you down a path to stop them and just to say, you know what, I can't wait to hear more about that. Let's capture the numbers first and then we'll get into the details of the day. And then you literally, you go into CRM, and we always used to do an activity called Client Builder Left to Right. So you start on the left-hand side of the blue book, and you just go through all of the numbers. Now, things have changed. Back in the day, we used to actually have to write them down because we didn't have a CRM to go into to see their numbers. So we would physically write the numbers down. Now, though, that we can see the numbers, there's still benefit, right, Sabina, to having them say their numbers
1: out loud. Yes, yes. There's great power in saying it out loud. It creates a little bit more ownership because it's just too passive for everybody to just look at the numbers. So you can do it one of two ways. You can either read their numbers to them and say, is that what you intended when you posted? I personally like them to read the numbers to me because they just say it. And remember what we've talked about before, we gain conviction around what we say out loud. There's no hiding. So it's made easier through digitization, but that doesn't diminish the power of still saying those numbers out loud.
0: Absolutely. So after we have reflected on the recorded numbers, right, you've gathered the numbers, now you're going to check progress on their commitment. So we're going to talk about a step later on where how to get the commitment, but this is actually reviewing their previously set commitment from your last meeting. And so by doing that, obviously, it allows you to compare. Well, first of all, it allows you to have a discussion as to whether or not they followed through on what they said they were going to do. Did they hit their commitment? Did they not hit their commitment? Allows you to address any excuses. And I really do believe it's important to keep track by actually writing down. I keep a spreadsheet and I list what their commitment is and then I put a yes or a no and I even color code it so that over a period of time, I can scroll up and down and quickly see how consistently is this rep hitting his or her daily or weekly commitments.
1: Yeah, it helps to keep score. And then you have data to use when someone has, for the third or fourth day in a row, missed their commitment. You can go back and say, look, Heather, of the last 10 commitments that you've made, you've only actually hit them three times because Mm -hmm. reps will always try to be on the positive side. Well, I always hit my commitments and you want to have the data, not to be like, ha, gotcha, but just to say, look, actually, this is what's really happening. We're all about what's really happening Mm -hmm. in activity coaching.
0: Yeah. Even to look back too and see, that's funny that you're struggling with that because it's been something we've (laughs) we've had as a commitment in the past for several weeks, right? Yes. So capturing that information is crucial. So you've captured the numbers, you've reviewed their commitment and as to whether or not they've hit that, you've had a discussion around that. The third step is really the heart of the meeting, and that's the discussion of any issues and analysis of activity. So you might be wondering, well, what fits into that category? This is very intuitive, right? So you're going to look at the numbers, and based on the numbers, and based on how the rep is interacting with you and any challenges that they've shared, you are going to take the discussion down a path that you believe is going to be most effective and impactful for the rep at that moment in time. So it's really determined by what's happening with their activity, their demeanor, behavior, etc. So it is going to be part analytical, it'll be part intuitive, gives you a chance to address excuses. And then you might even spend some time discussing a topic of the week or a topic of the day.
1: And this really is the step where you need to have done some homework and to be prepared. The numbers are the numbers, the commitment's the commitment, but this is the part where you get to really shine as the coach. So you need to have reviewed and know for each of the reps, what are their patterns of behavior that need to be addressed. This is where if someone comes in and they tell you one thing, but they're clearly not their body language, everything about them says something else that you address that. So this is really the key part of the meeting. If you have like a quote that you found that you got excited about and you want to share, this is where you do it this is where you talk about granum, this is where you talk about activity analysis. So it doesn't seem like you can fit all that into the middle of the meeting, but you really can. And we've seen that when we have, at all of our clinics, we do role play and people usually get to about seven or eight minutes and they're kind of like, now what do I do? (laughs) That's so true. So there's plenty of time. (laughs) Yeah,
0: absolutely. All right, step number four is helping them set a commitment for the upcoming days. So this is obviously a very important step Really getting to the heart of something that is meaningful, achievable, and within their control. That's what I always ask is what would be something tied to your activity that would be meaningful, achievable, and within your control? And here's the key. It's really getting them to commit to that. This isn't a goal. This isn't pie in the sky. This isn't something they try to do. Sabina, you and I chuckle all the time about the word try. You know, oh, I'll try. And I know you have a great example. Go ahead and
1: share that. Sure. If Heather and I were talking and Heather said, well, my commitment is I know I need to get five QSs, I'm going to try and do that. I would annoy her by sticking out my hand and saying, Heather, I want you to try and shake my hand. She's inevitably going to actually touch my hand and shake it. And I'm going to say, well, I don't want you to actually do it. I just want you to try. And this happens every single time. She'll pull her hand away and I will say, but now you're not doing it. And so then there creates this confusion, but it's very, very clear that you're either shaking my hand or you're not shaking my hand. There is no in-between. And I tell you, people never forget that. Like when I was an activity coach, I would have done that with some of the reps. And then they'd see me talking to another rep and they'd poke their head in, and they'd say, has she done that try thing with you yet? (laughs)
0: So, but it's impactful, right? And yes, they remember it. They never and forget. It's kind of yeah. like Yoda, right? There's no trying, and you have to do, do it. or do not do or do that's not. Right. Exactly. Use strong language. Yes. So, a couple other things around the commitment. A question that we often get is: Is it okay to set a commitment if it's less than granum? And the answer to that is yes, but it has to make sense, right? Let's take dials. If you have a rep that's consistently. At or below 20 dials a day, and they haven't gotten to 25 yet. Does it make sense to set a commitment of 40? Probably not. The idea, though, is to position it in a way that they're always growing, right? That they're making progress. So, in some situations, yes, it's okay to be less than grand,
1: as long as they're following through on their commitment, right? Then it might look a little different. Yep, that's exactly right. There's no other ways it can be, they know what they're supposed to say when they make a commitment, they know what the numbers are usually. And they can say, well, I'm going to make 40 dials. And if you're just going through the motions, you'll say, oh, okay. And you'll write it down. And again, they won't do it. So Mm -hmm. it's, you don't Mm -hmm. want to be just going through the motions.
0: Yeah, this is interesting, Sabina. I actually had a rep tell me just last week, as a matter of fact, struggling in the business, wanting to leave the business said, you know, I just can't handle all the accountability in this career. It's kind of driving me nuts. And then he said, I was shocked. He said, but I actually really like activity coaching. And I said, what? (laughs) Aren't we all about accountability? I'm very (laughs) confused. But he said, you know what I like about it is you let me pick my commitment. He said, it's Mm -hmm. mine and I get to own it. When I go to Client Builder, it's you're not doing granum, you're not doing granum, but I at least feel like I'm following through on what I've said I'm going to do. And so I think that is really important is that you can steer them in a direction, right? You can help Mm -hmm. guide them to what the commitment should be, but ultimately they have to own the commitment. It has to be something meaningful to them that they want to focus on. All right, and then the last step, even though it doesn't really go in chronological order, is to inspect the materials. So we're not going to say, okay, do steps one through four, and oh, now it's time to inspect the materials. But this is where, for example, you want to be checking their calendar. So when you ask them, are they 25, 11 ahead? Take a peek at their calendar. Look and see, are they truly 25 ahead? Take a look at their CRM. If they're reading the numbers to you, don't necessarily take their word for it, right? Go through pages one and two. Check out how they're filling things out. Maybe review their fact finders. I know that isn't something necessarily that you want to dive deep into, but do a little inspecting. We have a saying, inspect what you expect. And Sabina, you like to always take it one step further, which I love and say. "Yeah, They respect what you inspect. Right. I always grew up with the inspect what you expect, but mm-hmm. then they respect what you inspect was huge. That's like that extra layer of accountability. So
1: those are the five steps to
0: activity coaching.
1: Yep. So I want to take just a minute to talk about what activity coaching is not, because reps especially if they're struggling or they've got other things on the top of their mind they will take you down any number of different rabbit holes. So just briefly here's what it isn't. It is not set review, right? Like this is not where's my stuff in underwriting or how do I get this going? It's not case analysis or case prep or therapy. It's not just a friendly check-in, how you doing? It's not technology training and it's definitely not punishment for a lack of activity. A lot of people will finish their first six months and they'll be out on their own and then people will put them back in activity coaching. But you need to differentiate that that's a different process than what's going on in the first six months. You always want to keep it a positive focus. It's a very specific kind of coaching with very specific goals of keeping them on the path to success and helping them celebrate those daily victories.
0: Excellent. Okay, friends. Now it is time for our... Say, Say that, that again. again. All right. So this is going to be fun. We are actually going to role play an activity coaching meeting. I will say that this is probably the most dreaded part of our activity coaching clinics, but when they're all done, it's always the most impactful, right? When we get our surveys yep. back, people always say, oh my gosh, I wish we would have done more role play. <laughs> and so even though people despise it, it is just incredibly helpful. So we're going to take you through an activity coaching meeting. Sabina, what did we say? You're
1: three months in, right? So I'm going to be a rep who's three months in the business. Yep. And so this is just going to be a typical day for me. I'm not killing it. I'm slightly below where I need to be. So this day that we're going to role play is kind of what I've been doing for the last three months.
0: All right. Sounds good. Hi, Sabina. How are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. How are you? Doing okay. I'm doing great. Let's get caught up on yesterday. Okay. Run me through your numbers. How many did you have
1: made yesterday? Yesterday, I had four made. Okay. How many kept? I kept two. All right. Dials? I had 18 dials. Okay. Seven reaches Mm -hmm. and two set. Okay. Any lunches Um, yesterday? Nope. I had no meals. Okay. QSAs? I asked once and got two QSs. Okay. I had a fact finder, Mm -hmm. a case open, no closes for three points.
0: Okay. And any joint work yesterday? No. Okay. So no joint work. All right. Well, let's start with a success. What are you feeling best about from yesterday?
1: Well, the two referrals that I got are awesome. They're two of the best referrals I've ever gotten. So, Well,
0: that's exciting.
1: Yeah. So I feel like that makes up for the fact that I don't have enough necessarily because I feel like these two are really... like I could see them becoming clients of mine.
0: Well, that's great. Nice job. I'm excited that they were good quality, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. Always happy to celebrate a couple wins from the day before. Yes. Let's talk about your commitment from yesterday. What was your commitment?
1: Oh, gosh, let me see. It was QSs, I think. Was it four QSs, I think? <laughs> it was four QSs. Did you write it down? I did not write it down, You did Heather. not? Yeah.
0: So did you remember that your commitment was four QSs from yesterday? Uh,
1: right about three seconds ago when you asked me. (laughs) Sorry. That might
0: answer my next question, right? Which is what got in Mm -hmm. the way of not hitting your commitment yesterday. So your commitment was in fact four QSs and you had two yesterday. Yep. Was there anything in addition to not remembering obviously your commitment that got in the way?
1: Well, I got the two from the same appointment and then in my second appointment, like the approach kind of went sideways and I didn't get into the fact finder and I didn't feel like I could ask. So I just didn't ask in that second one.
0: Okay. What would have happened had you asked?
1: I don't know. I mean, it wasn't an unfriendly meeting. It wasn't like they threw me out of the office or anything. So I might've gotten (laughs) one or two. I don't know. (laughs) But I just didn't feel like I had done anything of value to deserve to ask.
0: Did you ask for the, or get the affirmative in that meeting?
1: Did I? Yeah, I did. I asked them if they found value or if they were interested in moving forward. I can't remember exactly how that went. And they said yes. Okay. And what
0: value did they get?
1: I don't know. I didn't (laughs) ask what value. Okay. So
0: it sounds like maybe you asked an open-ended question, right? I'm assuming you said, did you find value? And they said yes. And then you kind of let that go. Right. Exactly. So in that situation, had you asked an open-ended question and maybe asked them, what value did you find, right? Or what did you find most valuable from our meeting today? Because you started by saying, I didn't feel like I added any value. So I didn't ask for QSs, right? Yep. So what else was within your control yesterday specific to QSs that could have changed the outcome of hitting your commitment? Huh.
1: Well, I guess having talked about it now, I'd say the first thing was I should have remembered what my commitment was. (laughs) I should have written it down and remembered Mm -hmm. it. Yep. Secondly, I actually have three different people from appointments that I had last week that I need to follow up with and get referrals because they all said they wanted to think about it and they'd email me some and of course they didn't. So I could have circled back to them. I probably easily could have gotten two more from Mm -hmm. those actually.
0: Yeah. And that's really what I'm looking for, right? Is getting scrappy. So in those situations when it really is out of your control, right? I do feel like in that meeting, you probably had an opportunity to ask, right? So you missed an opportunity to ask. Yeah. But even in a situation where if you did ask and didn't get any, your commitment was four QSs. So I would have liked to have seen you get really scrappy and get creative to do whatever you would need to follow through. But it truly seems like yesterday, perhaps it was an issue of just having not written down your commitment. Yeah. What else would have had those additional two QSs done for you yesterday, point-wise?
1: Well, it would have filled up the pipeline a little Mm -hmm. bit more because as you know, I'm getting a little thin on people to Uh call. I'm running out quick. Uh So I feel like that would have just given me, what well, even two more phone calls. But if you do that every day, then that adds up quick.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, so it would, right, it would have helped to fill up the pipeline. It would have put you at an additional point for the day. So you would have finished at four points, still not five to six, but it would have given you that additional point. Yep. Right. So definitely clear benefits had you followed through on that. So let's talk a little bit about the next two days. What would be a meaningful, achievable commitment that would be within your control?
1: I kind of like to stick with the QSs and then just make a better plan for getting them because that's the thing I think I need the most is more people to call on and I need to get in the habit of asking more.
0: I would agree with that. I would agree with that. We can certainly do a plan, but I don't just want you to kind of stick to QSs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I heard you say you kind of want to stick to
0: QSs. So we're either going to stick to them, right? Yep. What does sticking to QSs mean in terms of a solid number commitment for the next two days?
1: Hmm. I feel like four is too low. So I'm going to step out and make myself a little nervous and say five.
0: Okay. Is that five Five a day? Five a day. Okay. So let's talk about what that looks like. How many meetings do you have tomorrow on the books?
1: I only have two tomorrow and I have three the next day. So I have five total over the next couple of days.
0: Okay. So let's take tomorrow. If you have two and what do we know about meetings? How many of them keep?
1: Well, Usually half.
0: Yep, 50%. So that leaves you with one meeting potentially tomorrow. So if five, I mean, doesn't mean you can't get five QSs, right? But let's say you get two to three from your meeting and you still need a few more, you're going to have to get creative and come up with some. So is five still the right number for tomorrow? You still feel really passionate about that? You're sure you can get behind it? Okay, I love that.
1: Yes, I do. Because I feel like it's time to circle back with the people who promised me names from before. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that'll make me a little more purposeful and asking those people to step up
0: excellent and what are one or two things that you can control within the meetings that you keep to ensure you get qSS
1: well I can be prepared mm-hmm. I think being prepared like having a feed list or at least if nothing else having a sticky note that says ask for referrals yeah, right <laughs> you need five referrals yep I feel like those two things would be super helpful good I can do those
0: so remember to ask prepare a feed list right yep good okay what does your calendar look like the next five days, Sabina?
1: How many total meetings and how many of those are facts? I have 16 on the calendar and four of those are fact finders.
0: Okay. So obviously continuing, you've been making progress towards 25. You're a little ahead. Last week you were around 14. So you're making some progress. How do you feel about the four fact finders? How many of your meetings should be fact finders? Do you remember based on our discussion?
1: Of 16, I feel like at least half of them probably
0: should be fact finders. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what else does that tell you that you probably want to be focused on the next couple of days in addition to your five QSs?
1: Making sure that I schedule new people every day so that I have those fact finders.
0: Yep, Yep. absolutely. Some new sets for sure. All right. Sounds like a plan. So five QSs today, five QSs tomorrow. You've got a plan in place to hit that. Anything else I can help you with today?
1: Nope. Nope. I feel like I have a plan. I've written it down. So I know that I can do it this time.
0: Excellent. All right. Okay. So probably a little shorter, right? Than the 15 minutes for the purposes of our time here. We could have dug a little bit more. I probably would have dug into the dials. Your dials were low for the day. So I'm not going to go into the full 15 minute meeting here, but that's right in the heart of the meeting. So after the commitment, we went into the new commitment. I probably would have dug a little bit more into the dials and some of the other numbers, but at least that gives our listeners a flavor of how those five steps should work.
1: And what you can accomplish in even a shortened version of that. Absolutely. Yeah. You think about those questions that you ask and the the way you made me think about what I needed to do. So
0: good. All right. Well, it has been a pleasure. Hopefully you all were able to take some great tidbits that you can implement right away into your next meetings. We look forward to having you with us next time. Thanks for joining us today for Activity Coaching Conversations with Heather
1: and Sabina. If you found value in this conversation, please like, share, and leave a review in your favorite podcast app.
0: And to learn more about our activity coaching clinics and how to hone your skills, visit heatherpriceconsulting.com. Link is in the show notes.
1: Thanks again for listening. Keep learning and growing.